those of you who were watching us and being a part of this uh, via Periscope. Let's pray. That's why we're here. Wake up and pray. It's, it's church in the morning. That you can come in and fellowship. Give your prayer requests. You can. We are 5013C. You can bring tithes and offerings. Whatever you do in a Sunday morning service, it basically happens right here every weekday morning at 7. Thank those of you who are, oh, you know what? I forgot, Taylor. I forgot to do it. Let me see if I can still do that. I want to make sure that everyone can comment in, okay. Okay, give me a second here. get all of that done, because Periscope requires us, we didn't know that, to, you have to do do some work, <laughs> do some work to get it done, and I am not sure if we covered everything this morning, Taylor, but we'll find out if people are having a difficult time in chatting, um, we want to make sure that they can that that doesn't happen. So just chat. Just chat with me, those of you who are in, so that I can know that you're able to communicate. Just say good morning. You don't have to give a, you know, just say good morning if you can chat. Try chatting now. Those of you who are in here, just type good morning. No, that's not true, Taylor. I see it on my end. Well, good morning. Good morning. So we hope that the chat is open this morning for you guys to communicate and at least one person can, and I apologize if there's a problem uh, with the with anyone else. But in the meantime, make sure that you do connect with us on Facebook, and you can do that at facebook.com forward slash live, doctor, forward slash Dr. Fay live. So want to make sure that you know how to do that. I'm ready to pray, and I hope you are as well. That's why we came here. If there ever was a time, and there's always a better time, because human beings are, we're just that way. We need to we need to pray. We need to wake up and pray. We need to go to sleep praying. We need to drive, pray while we're driving. Pray while you're fishing, men. Pray while you're at sports. Pray, 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 pray. Because there's a war going on. And I don't mean the war on the outside. There's a war that's going on in the realm of um Spirit. And as this war is raging, it is imperative that the people of God begin to come together in such a way in unity. Stop this bickering and 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 these fractions that are going on among the people who are housing the very power that the world needs. If I were ever going to take a political stance, my stance and my position is this, is that whatever is going on out there, it is because of what's going on in here. We have the power to change the world. Sure enough, we do. We have the power to radically turn things around. And I am grateful that God has given me the courage 
the audacity, the chutzpah, to come forth and pray for President Trump, to pray for North and South Korea, to pray for China, to pray for Australia, to pray for Germany. We're calling for one million people to pray around the clock around the world. And you can sign up for that army at wakeupandpray.com. We want people praying. We want people who feel the burden to pray, to get out of our own selfish way of being, that it's about the bread on my table. It's about the clothes on my back. It's about God blessing me, us four, and no more. It's about what I can get. But God is calling us now. That's why some of us still haven't been able to close the gap between the prophecy and the promise, because God has shifted some things. And we're wondering if it's our faith. We're, we're blaming other people. We're blaming this one or that one. And God has shifted things so that the world is no longer the same. We're no longer the same. When we were children, God ministered to us in one way. And now he's commanding us to repent. He's commanding us to get rid of clutter, both internally and externally. He's commanding us to read his word. He's already always asked us to do these things, but we were too busy getting blessed, getting in the next blessing, getting the next breakthrough, getting the next whatever, whatever, getting the next. Now he's turning our hearts. Can you feel him turn? He's turning our hearts around. He said, return to me, and I will return to you. That's what he said in the book of Malachi. So we sinned against him. Every sin is against him. He wants to wash us and make us as white as snow. Cleanse us so that even the cells in our body can no longer house sickness and disease because internally we are so clean. Spiritually we are so so in tune with him. Our souls are mashed with the Holy Spirit in such a way that every organ in our body is being cleansed. Because he said he would take sickness and disease out of our midst. He would take sickness and disease out of our midst. Isn't it wonderful to wake up and know that you're whole? To know that you're completely healthy, that's true wealth. That you're completely healthy. There's nothing there. No headaches, no, no hypertension, no, no, no not, there's, there's just wholeness. These are God's intentions for us. And he wants us to begin to vibrate to his same energy, to his same intention for us in the body of Christ, for those of us who would dare step out and say, Father, take control of this clay vessel. Teach me what I need to know. If you've come to the place in your life where you feel like an an, an, an utter failure, you feel as though life has given you nothing but lemons and nobody ever taught you how to make lemonade, you, you're feeling as though you've got nothing to work with anymore. You're feeling as though. All life has passed you by. That you will never be able to live your dream or fulfill the call of God upon your life. You know, it would be great if one million people jumped in here to pray with us every weekday morning and perhaps one day they will. But if they don't, we know that God has created technology that this prayer will be out there. It will be out there circulating from YouTube to wherever we send it to radically change lives. And you are part of that as you participate and join us in this wonderful opportunity to reach the entire world 
through prayer and with the gospel, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Because that's the gospel we preach, the revelation of Jesus Christ. What I know, I know. And that may not be much to many people, but what I know, I know. And revelation, that revelation, the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ is what Jesus told Simon Barjona and called him stone. The revelation knowledge of Jesus Christ. Upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell won't stand a chance. The gates of hell should not prevail against the revelation knowledge of Jesus Christ. And that should create a hunger and a thirst for us to seek him. Not the revelation, but to seek him. And this morning, let us once again begin to pray and go into that place where we experience the presence of God to tear down every stronghold to set captives free, to break chains and shackles from off of your lives, regardless of what denomination you may be, regardless of what culture, what gender, regardless of what your gender beliefs may be. If you'll join me with prayer, God will do some incredible things in your life. Let's pray. Either pray now or you're going to have to pray later. Father, in the name of Jesus, say ye God. We come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace to help in the time of need. We thank you for people that are present here, both in the conference room and Periscope and wherever else this prayer may be heard. Lord, we thank you that we pray according to your word, which is your will. And you said that the effectual fervent prayers avail much. And those effectual prayers come through revelation knowledge of Jesus the Christ. Those effectual fervent prayers come through the revelation knowledge of Christ in us, the hope of glory. The reverence of the Spirit of God in our house. For you said in your word that you no longer live in a temple made with hands, but that we are the temple of God. And being your house, being your temple, being the very presence and the arm of God in the earth, we approach your throne, not because we deserved it, but because you opened the door called Jesus to give us access to the tree of life again. We thank you, Father God, that you purge us of old leaven, of old sin and old residue of sin and old belief systems and traditions. Lord, that you would shake us free of religious doctrines, traditional cultures, and Lord, those things that have kept us inundated with what we think about God and what we think we know about you. We ask that you would take your holy eraser, and holy purger, and just purge us from all of that thinking. Because you said in your word that through our traditions we have nullified, made void the word of God. We don't want to practice religion, and we don't want to practice church, and we don't even want to practice our faith. Father, we want to know with beyond a shadow of a doubt the revelation knowledge of Christ in us, the hope of glory. And we come today to bask in your presence because we know it's your presence where we obtain fullness of joy. And at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. We bask in your presence today, Father God, as your children, your sons and your daughters, that you have called chosen genes, chosen genetic coding a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation that you have called out of darkness into your marvelous, tremendous, amazing light. We thank you, Father God, that you have come today to remind us 
how important it is for us to meditate in your word day and night, to take time to fellowship with the scriptures. So in them we think we have eternal life, but those are the scriptures that testify of you. We thank you, Lord God, for your testimony through Jesus Christ. For Jesus said if we've seen him, we've seen the Father. Lord, and we would see Jesus today. We want to see you in every area of our lives. We embrace the opportunity to see you manifest in our own personal bodies, in our own personal finances, in our own personal way of thinking and being, into our children, our grandchildren, nieces, nephews, spouses, communities, churches, business affairs, whatever it may be, relationship issues, that you will manifest as the Christ of God in those areas. These are the, these are the days where we need to experience you to the utmost because every other system that we've depended upon, relied upon, trusted in, had confidence in, has come to decay and ruin. Except the Lord builds the house they, that labor, labor in vain. Father, our government has come to such a place that we need a do-over. We need a remix, a makeover. We need some George Washingtons. We need some Abraham Lincolns. And, Lord, we need some Dwight Eisenhowers. We, we need some generals in this camp. Washington was a general of the faith, and he was a general in the army. Lord God, I thank you. Eisenhower, Father God, man, the armies, Father, in Jesus' name, we need some men and women who know what it means to fight the good fight. We need some people who know how to endure hardness as good soldiers. We need some warriors back on the wall, the wailing women and the men of lamentations. We need the glory of God to, to be, to be uh, manifested in earthen tabernacles again, as you did in days of old. We're no longer satisfied with the status quo or sitting on the pew in our nice dresses, in our designer suits. That's not fulfilling. We're looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, that one that, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. We're looking for the King of kings and the Lord of lords to be manifested in this earth today. We need, sure enough, the general faith, the faith of captains, the faith of generals, the faith of leaders to come forth as it did in the first century, to do so in the 21st century. We're no longer satisfied with waiting for some crusader to come to town before we can receive healing. We're no longer satisfied with chasing after this doctrine or that doctrine or that new thing. We want to chase you now. We want to truly become the God chasers of the 21st century. We desire to become the men and women who have forsaken all to follow you. Help us, Jesus, to move out of the places of where we've been. We keep wanting to go back to where we've been. Move us into where you called us. Let us live from the place of our calling. Instead of always working toward tomorrow, teach us how to live in the moment of today. 
For now is the acceptable time. Today is the day of salvation. Now faith is. Teach us to live in the is. To teach us to live in the moment by moment. Because it is the now that you've given us, the breath of the now. Let us always remember to forget those things which are behind and forget them quickly. For there's no time to lose. Let us. Learn how to soar like the eagle. Because you said that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Teach us what waiting is all about. Waiting, waiting to put ourselves on pause and to embrace and reverence Christ who is resident, the Father who is at home, the father who never left home, who's in the house with his children, nurturing them, loving them, teaching them, leading, guiding, directing, and comforting them. Let us wait. And honor the Christ of God who is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You are truly the Lord God who changes not. Your character in the Old Testament is still your character today. Your wisdom and power of the New Testament is still your wisdom and power of today. We worship you because of who you are. We worship you. And we lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. And we run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking, keeping our eyes on the main thing, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him, Endured the cross, despising the shame. Said it was finished. The hookup was done. The exchange, sure enough, had taken place. This great exchange. Father, we thank you. Where he, you, Jesus, you took upon you all of our unrighteousness. And you put upon us all of your righteousness. Thank you for the exchange. Thank you for the exchange. The cross exchanged our sin nature. For your divine nature. We thank you for that. What a great exchange. 
What a great exchange. So we get to be who you said we are. Kings and priests. We're royalty, but yet divine royalty is our priesthood is divine. We are divine royalty in this world. Kings and priests unto God, we are chosen generation because of the finished works. A royal priesthood, royalty, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, consecrated, dedicated, because we show forth the signs of the believer. That you have called, and we've answered the calling, out of darkness into your marvelous light. We are the children of the light. And we are the children of life. And life more abundantly. We embrace this opportunity. As we continue our time together today. In prayer. Oh, bless the Lord. I will continue to pray here in just a few minutes. However, right now I just want to make this deposit into your hearts and minds. The Bible says in Nehemiah, the joy of the Lord is our strength. The only way to have joy is to have the Lord in your heart, to have Jesus as your Lord. That's the only way to have joy. And Lordship means that he rules every area of our lives. He's the government. That's what it really means, the the ruler. You get your instructions from another government, the government of God, that Lordship. When Jesus is your Lord, you're no longer depressed or oppressed because you come to the revelation that Jesus is Lord. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Inside of joy is where our strength is. Joy is the house that holds strength. Strength, strength where? Strength in every area of life. Strength is power, is might. We get to hold joy. We get to house joy inside of our strength is housed inside of joy. Our strength is housed inside of joy. So as long as we have joy, we have strength. And the only way to have joy is to know who the Lord, what the Lordship of Jesus really means. The government of our lives. The rulership. The one who has to say so. The chief executive of the universe. The one who speaks and worlds obey. Him. That's the one. That's the one I am referring to. I don't know another. I know those who don't understand that, but I do not know another. He is Lord of all. 
As long as we are in fellowship with him, we will learn how to hear his voice. We will learn how to maintain our joy and our peace. This strength, this might, that Jesus gave us through joy. It becomes a channel that God can use to flow through us, to liberate others around us. Because that joy of the Lord will be present there to bring healing, to bring deliverance. In the midst of chaos and confusion, joy changes the atmosphere. If you've ever watched children play, you sit on a park bench and you watch the children play, regardless of how you felt, those giggles, those chuckles, those that playfulness about a child, it caught your attention. And it began to change you so it's subtle. But that laughter of a child shifts you on the inside because it's innocent. The child's laughter is coming from a place. I have no problems. I have no concerns. There is nothing I am worried about. And this joy of the child begins to move through you until now you're no longer depressed. I've always said that daycare centers should have a marriage with retirement centers and bring the children in to ignite joy in the atmosphere. The Bible says, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. But a broken spirit drives the bones. When your heart is full of joy, nothing can hurt you. Can't. Sickness cannot stay in a body that's having Fun. Mm. That's laughing. It can't stay. It takes flight. The joy of the Lord is our strength. It moves mountains. It takes away depression and oppression. It removes poverty from your life. That's why praise, praise brings the joy. So I don't know how to get this joy. Begin to praise Him. Begin to worship Him. Sincerely, make an appointment with joy. Make an appointment with worship and praise and allow joy to be, oh, manifested to the full, to the overflow. A person who's been along with God comes forth with joy. I've met all types of intercessors. There are those who come out of intercession and they're still grieved, they're mourning. But then there are those who come out bursting with joy, bursting with laughter, bursting with strength. Why? Because they've been in the presence of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord, there is what? Back to joy. Fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures, childhood delight, childhood delight. Forevermore. There are pleasures forevermore. You may feel like giving up in some area of your life. You may feel like throwing it in, throwing it in, throwing in the towel, throwing it in, giving up. I want to encourage you. If you feel like giving up, 
you're in a perfect place for joy to do a work in your life. You're in the right place for joy. You're in the right place for God to fill you to the full, to the overflow, with his joy, with his never-ending favor, with confidence. Yeah. To move mountains in your life. You can do all things through Christ who, what? Strengthens you. The joy of the Lord is our strength. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Yes. The Bible says of Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Wow. He knew the happiness, the ecstatic, overwhelming merriment, joy. I don't know what words to use. That Jesus experienced as joy. So that he could go through what he went through. What does that say to us, ladies and gentlemen? What does that speak? What does what what does that say? What is that speaking? What what is he saying to you? How do you hear him speaking to you right now out of that? Who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. This joy, this joy that was set before him. He saw something that exceeded the cross, the pain of the cross. What kind of joy is that? That goes beyond the experience of the cross? What kind of joy did he experience beyond the cross that the Bible could say, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. But the same joy that Jesus experienced is the joy that is available to us today. That is our strength. Jesus knew that joy would be his strength, that joy would be the very vehicle that would take him through the experience on Golgotha's hill. The joy would be how he could take the crown of thorns upon his head. It was the joy that he would see that he could take the judgment in Pilate's judgment hall, that he could he could take He could take the stripes upon his back because he knew the joy that was on the other side. I'm helping somebody today. Because of the joy that he would experience. He could receive the nails in his hands and the nails in his feet. Because of the joy that he would experience beyond the cross. He could go through the agony. Who for the joy that was set before him. Many of us have difficulty with endurance because we have not been able to grasp the revelation of the joy of the Lord being our strength. We've not understood or recognized it yet. But it's my prayer that through this message, this teaching, that you will understand the power that we have in joy. Who for the joy that was set before him, he hung on that cross. He 
While blood was streaming down his face, he hung there, thinking about the joy. My Lord, he hung there because he knew his hour had come and there was joy awaiting him. There was joy awaiting the other side of the cross. I'm going to help you today. Your life may be under some heavy, dark cross right now, and you think that it will never be any different You may think right now you're in your 70s or your 80s and and you're too old to change or you're 20 or you're 30 and you feel like I should have been started already. Why Why aren't I doing more? Why am I not doing more than my friends or my colleagues? Why is somebody else always getting the promotion or getting the the favor and the, the recognition for their labor and their work? I'm going to give you the secret. The sacred secrets. This is another sacred secret. Regardless of how heavy life may be in this moment, joy is awaiting your arrival. Because Jesus endured the cross. Despising the shame, he became the firstborn of them that sleepeth. He became the firstborn of many brethren. Many brethren called us the brotherhood, the sisterhood. He became the firstborn of us. So everything, listen to me closely, don't miss this moment. Everything that Jesus Received on the other side of the cross. So did we. There you have it. So did we. Galatians 2 and 20 says, For I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. But it's Christ who lives in me. And the life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who gave himself for me. So that the life that you see me living is not the life that you see me living. Because the life that I'm really living It's the life that I live from within. Don't ask me to repeat that. You have to listen to the replay. I live from within this life. I'm living from the inside out. I'm tapping in to the finished works of Jesus. This joy that was set before him is now resident within me. I don't have to be sad anymore now. I don't have to wait until I get over in glory not to be sad. He says a merry heart will do good like a medicine. He gave me the fruit of the Spirit. And joy is right there. Oh, bless the Lamb of God. So I get to be full of joy now. And my being full of joy, and remember... This is a habitual act. This is a purposeful act. This is with intention. This is with intention. I hear people talking about intention. This is true intention. Sure enough that I decide to tap into the joy that is within me on purpose. On purpose. I'm not waiting on something magical to happen. It's not magic, dear. It's not magic, sir. I'm tapping in to the power that's in my house. There's power in my house. The lights are on. I got power in this house. The lights are always on. Because the light of the world is in me. He lives there. Put himself on lockdown. He'll never leave and never forsake me 
He'll never forsake you. Tapping into the joy of the Lord. Being our strength. Ladies and gentlemen, that will get you through the roughest, toughest times in life. It will get you through your dark places. And we all have them. I am giving you tools that you can use in your everyday waking, walking, talking lives. And these tools are extremely powerful and potent against those dark places. You cannot stay in depression when you start laughing. You can't. Some of you need to learn how to laugh again. Some of you have not smiled in so long. But learning how to laugh, learning how to to be happy on purpose, learning how to take life, take life on, take it, take it on like a soldier, take it on. Don't back up. Don't give up, cave in and quit. You take it on and say. Dr. Faye, if joy is mine, then joy is mine. It's mine. It's mine. Then I will experience it now. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your teaching. We thank you for the precious Holy Spirit resident within us. Holy Spirit, we thank you for speaking through my mouth and thinking through my mind. None of me and all of you in this space, in this place. Thank you for effectual fervent prayers that avail much. Thank you for tearing down strongholds and setting captives free internally and eternally. We thank you, Father God, for cleansing out all of the stuff, the things that have bound us for so long, that have moved us in such a way against you rather than with you. All of the enemies of the camp, that have come against any person in here. We render them harmless and ineffective in the name of Jesus. We call them name by name, manipulative spirits, confusing and fear and intimidating spirits. We command them to go from this place and this people. And we thank you for a well of joy being built up on the inside of us, joy to the full, to the overflow, letting us bask in the presence of God, not moving away from what we've moved into because Jesus is Lord. We thank you, Father God, for moving mountains, for allowing your glory to manifest in us. Let the joy of the Lord move from the White House to every house. Move through pulpits around the world, move through governments and those in authority. We speak to the atmosphere because these words will go out and they will not return void, but accomplish that which we please and prosper where they are sent. And we send the word as you have taught us to send the word. We send the word to Washington, D.C. We send the word to the Oval Office and all of those who are connected on Capitol Hill. We send the word to the United Nations, to mayors, governors, senators, representatives. We send the word to council people and every person connected with government and leadership around the world. We send the word. And we send the word of healing and deliverance in our country. And because I stand in these United States of America, in the North American continent, I send the word of healing and deliverance and revival like no other to break through from government to the people. Because again, If your people, if your people, your people, your children, your sons, your daughters would pray 
would humble ourselves, would come to you, realizing we can do nothing. But we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But it comes through you and by you. Thank you for manifesting your power and your goodness through us so that we can speak a word and change the atmosphere. To bring healing and deliverance. Iron sharpens iron. And because we are full of joy, the atmosphere becomes lighter and more joyful. We make a decision today, O great God Almighty, to embrace our joy, to embrace it. In all of the dark places in our soul, we command you to be exposed and expelled. And we will walk in clarity with spiritual intelligence. Not like robots, but spiritual intelligence tapping into the mind of Christ. Operating from a whole different level on Mount Zion. Because you have spoken a word in this house today and caused us to move out of places that we had no business in in the first place. Unforgiveness, feelings of inferiority, weakness, animosity, hatred, bitterness, envying, jealousy, backbiting. Thank you for exposing and expelling the darkness. We thank you for healing and deliverance in this house, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. We thank God for your being here today. If you have a specific prayer request, now is the time. You can put it in the box here in Periscope, or you can put it Oh, star six in the conference room For those of you who are here And you see the number on the screen For those of you who are Housed in Paris school. Um, Those of you who are housed in Periscope I'm sorry you can't comment um, So Just call in the conference room if you can You can log out of Periscope I mean, But if you're at work I know you can't uh, do that. Oh, wait a minute. Give me a second. Maybe you can. Yeah. Well, no. We'll have to give you technology that you, you can, we can, but there's a certain way you have to log in. You have to log in from your phone. Yeah. To be able to comment. Um Well, Taylor, you can always, since you're communicating with that, uh, with her, you can always ask her to send it to you, and you can post it. I'm trying to stay out of that area. I'm preaching the gospel here. Thank you, Jesus. So if you can't comment in here, call the number, and you can go get on the line. That um, just kind of caught my attention away from what I needed to focus in on. So, joy, allow the joy of the Lord to be your strength. It will move mountains in your life. Star six, if you're in the prayer room, don't forget to join us for Empower Me Now. We're on the air tonight at 6 p.m. East Coast time. That information is always posted on Facebook Uh, For our radio shows And you can also go to uh, The Global Church Live If you go to the Global Church Live You will be able to click on broadcast And you click on broadcast It will take you to the radio shows And I want you to listen to Parashon Hall It's such a cute book Good book um, About 
my mama told me. And she and I were talking, and I said, what about the things, and I think she has a chapter in the book, what the things my mama didn't tell me. Because I asked her, I said, what about the things your mama didn't tell you? <laughs> and how many of us can write an entire book just on what my mama didn't tell me? But listen to the interview with Parishon Hall. And if you missed the one with Christina Kane, go back and please listen to it. It'll really bless you. We're going to have her back, and we're going to do a video interaction with, with many of our guests that are on Empower Me Now. That's 6 o'clock tonight, and Taylor has just posted that information. Also, you want to join us. You'll want to join us on Sundays for Streaming Church. Don't forget, we also have Global Church Live Saturday mornings at 1030. Some of you don't even know about that. We have church every Saturday morning. When I tell you we don't have time, we are just moving with everything we can move. We are not a large staff ministry, so we are extremely busy minister. You know, I am. And so we have our Global Church Live on Saturday mornings at 1030. We have streaming church at 11 o'clock on Sundays uh, right there on Facebook uh, Live. We're doing the hosting it there. And then Sunday nights we have Dr. Faye Live at 6 p.m. East Coast time, uh, right there at the same place where Taylor posted the Global Church Live. And you can also join us on Monday nights at 9 o'clock p.m. for Prayer and Prophetic Monday. Um, messages that we talk mostly right here in Wake Up and Pray, where we have ministered, personal ministry is there. So if you want to go back and listen and listen to what God spoke to you or the prayer that was prayed over your life, you can hear that on Monday. And then, uh, of course, then Wednesday night's Bible class. So we're working on also shooting out Facebook Lives every evening again, but most of those will be replayed, but you can still interact, and I will be there joining you um, but many of those will be replaced. So we'll pull it out around the first of the year. So God bless you guys. Good morning. We're listening. Thank you for that beautiful prayer of deliverance to healing. Um, I'm just encouraged this morning, and I feel that scripture coming alive about um, when God tells us that his mercy is new every morning. And great is his faithfulness. Yes. So thank you, God, yes. and thank you, Dr. Faye. Go to Hallelujah. <laughs> I am being restored. Hey, I Hallelujah. Thank you. I, I feel your joy, sister. <laughs> yes, oh, God. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. It's God. Yes. That's thank beautiful. You. Thank you. Thank you for, for bringing that to the table. Good morning. We're listening. Good morning, Dr. Faye. Good morning, everyone. This is Marilyn speaking, coming off the wall, just to let you know I've enjoyed as always, this week was truly a different uh, anointing on the word, and I'm just so excited to be a part of what the Lord is doing in this ministry. Just wanted to encourage you on this morning and let you know how much we appreciate all that you do, not just for this ministry, but for the entire body of Christ, how you endlessly study fast and lay out before the Lord concerning the needs of the people, and we just want to agree with the Lord's uh, will for your life and just continual strength for you, continual elevation in the spirit, and just thanking and praising the Lord for who you are, whose you are, and how you don't compromise, how you tell it like the Holy Spirit gives it to you, and when he's finished, you're finished, and how you always direct us to the Lord. You let us know it's not about you, that we all can have this intimacy with the Father, but it's going to take some sacrifice, and it's going to take us to get out of the way and allow the Holy Spirit to get in our way so that we can be all that the Father has called us to be. I love you, Pastor. I want you to be encouraged on today and know that the best is yet to come for you. You pray for others. You stand in the gap making up the hedge for others. But I'm asking the Lord to do some unexpected things in your life on today. God bless you. God bless you, too, sis. Thank you so much. That was our own prophetess, Taylor. I mean, the such a strong pillar in this ministry, and uh, thank God for her more than she even realizes or, or knows that, you know, we appreciate her so much, so much. It's good to have somebody in your life that you know really 
covers you. And there are others in the room that definitely covers. They participate, they're engaged, they give, they support. And so I thank God for all of the people that he's added to my life. And you know what? He added them because we were here, right here, right here. I met Prophetess Taylor in Wake Up and Pray. I've met Danae. so many that I've met because we began Wake Up and Pray on February 26, 2015. And now we're here in Periscope, and we're going to build relationships with you because we believe in taking online relationships offline. Really build relationships. And we may never see your face, but we'll get to know you. As you begin to participate, you'll find that we care about those people who connect with us. We really do. You're not just a mouse click. You have an identity. Did I just say that you're not just a mouse click? Well, that's good. You have an identity. You are important to God, and you're important to me. And I want to know that you're okay. I really do. I want to know that you do well, that you can take these tools that we share with you, and go and empower your life and empower the lives of your children, your family. We've seen so many miracles since we started praying. I mean, absolutely miracles. And we will continue to. I experience miracles in my everyday waking, walking, talking life. And I'm telling you, I am just so blessed. I feel blessed. And thanks, Tracy, for sharing that joy moment of joy. If there are no other comments or prayer requests, um, we're going to uh, prayer for Sister Christine. Yeah. Well, okay, over her life. Okay, all right. I'll I, I pray. It's hard for me to pray specific prayers, uh, Taylor. When I don't, what what darkness? That's that's really really way out there. So darkness just covers a lot of territory. What area? What are we praying for? I like effectual fervent prayers, and if you guys have learned anything about my prayer life and how to pray and what what's required for me to pray is that I need specifics. What's going on? How do we deal with it so that we can master it? The devil likes for us to keep things, you know, you know, pray broad. Well, just just pray pray for my health. What's going on? What did the doctor say? Are we praying for a cold? Are we praying for cancer? I don't know. I need to know. I need to know the level. It's like there's a there's a level of, of I used to say that it takes the same anointing for everything. But, you know, I'm not sure of that anymore. I'm really not. I know God is the, the Jesus is the anointed one. But there are things, man, that make me just go to war. A different type of devil. You know, I believe there's a different type of devil that, you know, make you pull out everything you got, you know, in, in the spirit. So um, thank you. Now I know what I'm dealing with. You see what I mean? Okay. So Christine and depression and anxiety, we know where to go. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for Christine. I thank you that this is your daughter. And I'm asking you right now for a thirst and hunger for your words. Because I know that in these scriptures, sure enough, we will discover ourselves. We will discover you. I thank you that Christine will begin to pick up her Bible and read it. Give her an insatiable appetite for the word. And Lord God, as she begins to read that word, she'll discover that he was wounded for her transgressions and bruised for her iniquities, the chastisement of her peace which is where depression and anxiety, worry, and fear come from, the chastisement of Christine's peace was upon him. And with his stripes, Christine's mind is healed. We thank you, Lord, right now that you uprooted as she reads your word, as she begins to call on your name, and that her life will be radically changed and give her a hunger to pray and to cry out to you because nobody can stay the same when they call on your name. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Any other prayer requests? Thank God. Well, thank God for those of you who are in our
teleconferencing our teleconferencing room and those of you who are watching us live via Periscope. We appreciate the opportunity to just be here. The presence of God is very strong. And yes, thank you. The presence of God is very strong, and, and this room is being saturated with his presence because he's bringing healing and deliverance to some people. Some of you may still be lying in bed, and the presence of God is there. And even if you had to lie in bed, I'm glad that you're here because the Spirit of God is moving in that room, in that atmosphere. If you're at work and you can't speak up and you can't, you know, comment, know that the presence of God is there and the joy of the Lord is your strength. Father, we thank you for every person who's here today. Thank you as we move forward during our day. We'll be conscious of your presence. We'll be conscious of the joy of the Lord. We make a decision right now to move forward with the intent to operate from the place of joy. That's our intention today. Joy to the full, to the overflow. In Jesus' name. Well, God bless you. Thank you for being here. You go and have an amazing day on God. Amen. I'm Dr. Faye. Thank you for joining me for another Wake up and pray. We'll see.